0: You're listening to Steel City Music. Hey, you're listening to Steel City Music, and I'm your host, Gunner. And my next guest is uh, Dave Fritz from Droids Osaka, who we always have a good time uh, chatting with here on uh, Steel City Music. The last time him and I had a chat was a while ago. And this is the funny thing. Dave's kind of an audio specialist for films and other things. He never really gives out his title. But he chose to do the interview over the phone. And this is why we're doing Zoom, because the last time Dave said... I, I sound like a pig with asthma. Well, how did that happen? I'm like you. You're the one. You 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 took the 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 choice of doing it over the phone. I was holding my
1: phone away from my face, and I thought I'd, at a good distance so I wouldn't distort the mic. But what ended up happening was I think you just caught every exhale from my nose. It's terrifying. And, um, it's terrifying. And ironically, what we said before we started recording is I'm just getting over COVID, and I feel
0: like I am breathing like a pig again. So, but,
1: but you sound. I-
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. You sound better with just getting over COVID than you did when you didn't have COVID. That's the whole thing. That's okay. You know, that's the funny thing here. Hey man, thanks for uh, taking time out of your day. get out of your little bed there and, uh, thanks and for get in front me. of zoom, you know, that's good. Uh, so yeah, last time we were chatting was about your EP of the droids Osaka and, uh, uh, just catchy, catchy, catchy tunes, catchy pop oriented rock kind of thing. and uh, I was digging uh, digging all of it and then uh, I sent you a message, you know, it's been a while. we haven't chatted. What are you up to? And you're like, oh, I'm doing some uh, got a couple new releases. You got this other thing, but I don't know. blah, blah, blah. And then you were just like so in between on trying to tell me what you were doing. And then finally you said, um, I got a oh my God, there's a Doughboys tribute album that I've uh, I've submitted a song to. I got this other stuff I'm releasing. So let's just get it all out. Let's just spill it all out here. The big problem is
1: if I don't have a deadline, then that's why I just, I'm like, yeah, I'm working on the stuff, which I have been. I've got like a hard drive full of stuff I'm working on, but with no deadline, I've got no incentive to like finish it. It just, I'm constantly tweaking and then hating it and then fixing something. That's a good point. Yeah. So
0: I'm using you as a deadline. Today. Right? Like, okay, <laughs> send this stuff over to me because we're going to do this chat. But that's a that's a very uh, valid point you bring up because a lot of people I chat to, and I I do it the same way too. I got to have a deadline before I get things done. I tend to, that brutal thing where everyone goes, oh, I'm a great multitasker. I'm not a great multitasker anymore. I got to concentrate on one thing, get it done, move, and then move on. Right? So- and and that was the case with my, my website, like was, it was down for a while and I had some issues. I'm like, okay, gotta get it up. I'm not even gonna tell people I put it back up. I'm just gonna put it up and then yeah. tweak it and work on it and just, just get going. Uh, but the other thing too, which you said earlier, makes me feel that um, when you, you need, sometimes you need to send it to someone to bounce whatever you're doing off of, because True. there's yeah. that self doubt where you're like going, is this crap? Am I, am I putting out crap? Is this, can someone, and then you, you go, so who do you send stuff to to go, Hey, um, what do you think? You just reminded me of like some meme I saw recently
1: where it was kind of like anyone who makes art, it's like the four stages and it's like, this is amazing. And then it's like, I don't know if I like this. This is shit. And then like yeah. the fourth stage, Oh, maybe this isn't as bad as I thought it was. Um, who do I send stuff to? Um, uh, I have a couple of friends I probably bounced stuff off of and I'll just like, um. Uh, yeah send an send an mp3 and send an email and just yeah just say am I, am I on the right track is this done do I like because I'll because you'll focus on the minutia of a song especially when you're like by yourself right. working on stuff night by night and it's like I don't know if this is my am am off and I'll like change things in fact w- w- uh, one of the songs that you have now I think I've, I changed it was literally one line and I must have changed it three or four times and I think it was probably Gene Champagne that just said, just it's done. Like <laughs> he's the, he's, the, and he's, you know, yeah, and he's uh, as bad as I am, but was he that was just things
0: like things will, things will never be the same.
1: Things will never be the same. Yeah.
0: Well, well okay. So what was the song all about? Like why, what, what was, what was holding you back?
1: This is probably the, the first time I've, I've, tried to write a song that's somewhat political i've tried in the past and it never works out i seem to only oh. be able to to write songs about lost loves sure and being heartbroken um which is weird because i don't think i've had my heart broken for a long time but um um uh, so uh, things will never be the same as uh, a <laughs> well as i was going to say it's very th- uh I guess it's kind of a, a political song hidden in a love song, but it's not really hidden that well, actually. It's, pre- it's pretty obvious. Right. Um, I think it was just, it, it was, uh, you know, lockdown and all the stuff that was going on in the States and um, uh, it's just kind of overwhelming and you just, and, and, and social media and just how that's played into like negativity on, on like every topic from, from a pandemic to, you, you know, uh, uh, some kid, uploading a video of him playing guitar and having like hundreds of comments saying you suck. And I'm like, the kid's eight. Why are you, you know, just all the negativity that comes with it. Right. For like Amazing things like, you know, getting music out and, and, and uh, you know, being able to get your music out of, in, into the world. There's all the other negative stuff that comes into it. So that's kind of the song is kind of about how this pandemic has changed everything for this, you know, current generation. And also just, I you don't know some commentary i don't know How I'm, gonna, did I'm, make- I'm gonna stick to love songs i think in the future
0: well now it sounds like you 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 feel bad that you wrote it
1: no 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 not at all okay no, i think it's hey why
0: don't we, do we spin that track right now things will never be <laughs> okay. the same droids osaka dave fritz here on steel city music Stop reading. You like that one. Oh, did I like it? I loved it. I <laughs> mean, I love all your stuff. Stop it. Um, hey, if you're just tuning in now, you're listening to Steel City Music. And I'm your host, uh, Gunnar Smith, Jamie Smith, whatever. Uh, and, and Dave Fritz, we're having a chat from droids to talk about uh, some new releases or releases that should have happened a while back, but but they haven't. Um tell me about the track Lost Me Again, because earlier I w- when I was doing some going over my notes and stuff that you sent me. Uh was this was the track that didn't make the last EP. And why didn't it make it?
1: I think I had six songs for the EP, and um that was the one uh, that was one that just wasn't uh sitting with me. It kind of stood out from the rest, sort of like the mix, uh the vibe of it. Um and at the last minute I just decided to to not include it. Mm -hmm. Um but I did um again, I just didn't like it. I, I forgot what it even sounded like. I literally a year put it away and didn't listen to it and then um i've had some music played by this youtuber in england his name is colin furs and he does um sort of zany um i don't know if you've seen him before but he does like crazy experiments um and builds like he is known for you know building a a bunker in his backyard and this tunnel system that goes up through his house um and like i mean his his videos are you know like in the top 10 I think, I think I think one of his videos recently was like the number one watch video on YouTube. Um, anyway, he uses music that's sort of of the ilk that I make. And I sent him some tracks and Lost Me Again was one of them. And it's funny because I'll always know when he's used one of my songs because all of a sudden I'll see this like, you know, these emails coming in saying, um, I can't find Lost Me Again. I really want to hear it. I, I love that song. I heard it on Colin Furs, and, and I can't download it. Where can I buy it? Right. Uh, and I had a few of those, where I would just kind of like email the track to the sure to the kid in Tucson or wherever he was. So anyway, so um, uh, I've kind of th- had to rethink about it and uh, went back to the track, and uh, I hope hopefully fixed some of the problems I had with it. Um, but so
0: so people are like appreciated that you're sending this song to them. Like it's oh yeah, they're kind
1: of like because they're willing to you know they seem willing to you know uh, you know to to pay for it. They just can't find it anywhere. They're like you and I explained to them. Well, it's just kind of a.
0: Were you throwing that up on? Are you gonna, are you gonna throw that up on Bandcamp
1: like for a dollar or five
0: bucks or something like that? Or yeah, it
1: it uh, I still don't know if I'm gonna put it up. I'll probably just put it up. Yeah, on like Spotify or something. That's as like a, as, a, as like as like probably maybe a B side to. uh, um, things will never be the same. Maybe that's what I'll do. That's, you know what? That... Part of the problem is, and it is remember, maybe it's it. It's still a thing here in in some ways. You know how like bands kind of like all their albums were meant to sound the same. And if and if the Ramones used a trumpet, you'd be like, "What the heck is this happening? This isn't what the Ramones are supposed to be doing." And if and when um I went to Japan uh uh. A decade ago now um i noticed a lot of japanese bands didn't seem to care they weren't genre specific and if they wanted to put
0: a Mm -hmm. bagpipe
1: solo in one song and one song was sounded like a a punk song and another song sounded like a jazz song they didn't care they just all they cared about was is this a good song does it fit the song and i feel like there's a generation of bands now that are doing that there's like um bands come to mind are like turnstile um uh there's another band I love from England called Dunn for for Pile Up, and it's like one song, one song, one, one, one part of the song. Like the verse sounds like a thrash metal song, the chorus sounds like a pop punk song. Uh and another song sounds like Fountains of Wayne. Like they just they don't they're like genre bouncing. There's like one song that he does like a rap thing, and um uh I think it's cool. I think it's cool. And I think about right. like talking to my nephew, and you know, when he was younger and he was into rap, he was into the Beatles, he was into Green Day and i'm like wow yeah like it's it's kind of cool that kids listen to everything um so the point being is is um that's what i'm struggling with myself because i think lost me again was one of the songs that didn't fit with the rest but maybe that's okay you know i don't need to hold it back i'm wrestling with all of this
0: that's okay you know if, if that that, <laughs> that makes it makes total sense to me uh, why don't we spend uh, lost me again right, right now on steel city music Yeah. So that cook. was all over the place. Hey eh, buddy. Yeah. That's am not. I making any, am I making any sense in my COVID fog? I'm sure everyone knows that you're making perfect sense in, in, in all of <laughs> this, but uh, I know what you're saying uh, with lost me again. It's a good track, man. So th- there's this other thing that you, these, okay. So we have these two ones sitting in the back for a long time and then uh, things will never be the same. we got those two tracks. Um, where are we at with this track with this? There's a Doughboys album you mentioned to me a while ago. That's that's supposed to come out. Yeah, there's did, how, tell us about the workings of that, about uh, of droids Osaka covering a Doughboy song.
1: So um uh, I basically on Facebook got wind of this uh Doughboys tribute that was happening. And um I just reached out to the person that posted about it and I was like, give me some details about this. Please please put me in touch with the with the people that are doing this because I was a huge Doughboys fan, and um, they were really influential, I I think, to me musically um, in my formative years. Anyway, I got in touch with the the folks. They're called um, Been There, Done That Press. I think they're based out of Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're putting this Doughboys tribute together, and it's got the blessing of John Kastner. uh, Brock, who is the original drummer in the Doughboys, is doing a Doughboys cover song with his new band. I think they're called The Slip-Ons. Which is kind of funny since he was an original member. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I, I am on that. It's, it's, I think it's just been delayed because they're meant to press final, and I think there's just a huge um, backlog. That's, that's, of stuff. that's
0: just you're looking at twenty twenty nine. Right, right.
1: <laughs> so there's I, only
0: two vinyl plants in the world, and I think Adele took one of them. I'm not sure.
1: Right. So I don't know if it, it was it was supposed to be um, uh, this summer. I think now it's fall. I don't know if they're still going to stick with the vinyl. I don't really know what the details are. Sure. The, the album is still coming out in fall, but whether or not it's going to be a, a digital release or, or uh, until they get the vinyl or how that's going to work out. But I did a song. So what,
0: Now, which song did you end up uh, recording?
1: I picked... Um, a song from their 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 last album they did called Nothing Inside because I just kind of felt it uh it was a song I could have written or I've probably I've probably ripped that song off at some at some point over the last few right. years. Right. So it
0: just felt easier for you to you just had a kinship to it right away.
1: Yeah, I did. And then I and of course I just tried to, you know, I just try I change the tempo, change the key, just trying to make it a little different because there's not in some ways it's so disappointing when there's a Cover song that is basically exactly the same as the original because it's. I want to hear what the artist that
0: that is. Edits. That is. That's the uh, I, I remember now that, you, that we're talking about this back and when, when I say back in the day, I mean back in the day, like early 90s. And uh, there was this uh, little label that operated out of the basement of my house called Gritty City Records, and it was run by Sam Tallow and Jeremy Forrest. And uh, they did a tribute album to um, Teenage Head. Here yeah. uh, Hamilton, right? So if you're from Hamilton or or, or from you know, if you remember anything from the, the punk scene of, of the 70s, late 70s, 80s, Hamilton, Ontario, one of the Canadian icon bands is Teenage Head, right? They're the band that shoulda, coulda been mm-hmm. super huge, but through fate and accidents and things like that, they they never got their due. So they decided to do a tribute album. And everyone put their version of a Teenage Head song on it. And the backlash from some of the people in Hamilton was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was just like, even like the term, uh, there, was a, there was a song called Shag Shack and it was done by Science Fieric. And it was like, lo- it was like very loud sounding and slow. And there was like, that's not how it's supposed to be. And it was just like, I, I remember hearing all the different versions going, hey, this is cool. And everyone around me going, oh no, I'll have none of this. Right. You know, so there was, there's this like fear when you were talking about it, it's just like there's this fear, like, well, uh, you 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 cover someone else's music, you should make it. Some people are like, you have to make it sound like that, and it's just like, well, how do you know what, what's the point of of covering someone or doing a tribute to someone if you make it sound like that? Right. Yeah. Because these are it's some of these artists that were on that album at that time were like they were influenced by Teenage Head, but. They're not all of a sudden going to turn around and become Frankie Venom on vocals. It's impossible. No, that, and that would be weird to me to try to even mimic him.
1: You know, like, like you know,
0: yeah. Oh, it was it was hilarious. You know, there like was,
1: there was a. I was just going to say there was a tribute album. There was a Beatles tribute album, and I think that's that's the one band that you should probably stay away from covering. But um, this is this was years ago, and there's an English band called Senseless Things, and what I loved is that their choice for the Beatles tribute album was a Ruddle song. That's amazing. And which was the,
0: the joke version of the Beatles the parody. Yeah.
1: The Monty yeah. Python, uh, Eric yeah. Idol. Yeah. So they did I um, Must Be in Love, which is a, yeah, like a Beatles parody. And I thought, how great
0: was, you know, is that? That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. But there's also the fear when you cover something that the actual artist, I mean, most, I mean, most people, I believe that will go, oh, well, that was nice. Thank you for doing that. That's an interesting take on my music, that sort of thing. Right. And, but there's also the fear like, this is god awful. Why would you do this to me? You <laughs> know, yeah. So that must be like floating around, but which kind of leads us into the next subject matter is uh, the song Youth 8500. You sent this to me, and I was like, Dave, this is the best, like one of the best things you've ever done. And then I was kind of a little bit miffed. I went, Oh, it's a cover of someone else. I went, Jesus, Dave, <laughs> you're, you suck. Yeah. You know, you had to, you had to take someone else's music, but I went back and I heard the original artist, and I was like, This is like, 80s perfect early synth, yeah 80s and it it for my for my age group I was like I remember all of this style of music, and then I compare I would listen to yours and listen to the original I was like this is fantastic tell me about the artist and how you hitched up with them, so, um
1: I mentioned earlier that the, the, the uh, YouTuber Colin Furs and uh, who you, who's used a bunch of my music and he kept using this other artist called Look Mom No Computer. Um, yeah. and a lot of times he'd just have one of my songs and one of his songs. So I felt there was this like a bit of a connection there. And then when you go to you know Spotify, you know how they have like recommended, you know, people who listen to Droids Osaka also listen to and they would mention mm-hmm. look Mom No Computer, even though it was completely different. Obviously, it was just the connection to that YouTube channel. So Look Mom No Computer, he has a YouTube channel as well where he like tinkers with all kinds of electronics, like he he'll make uh, all kinds of weird
0: his, that have, but his channel is so vast now because he, he's talking yeah. about gear that he finds on yeah. the internet and he restores it. Yeah. So when we're talking about synth and computers, most of our mindset goes well with just a keyboard. No, 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 no. He patches everything in. Yeah. Have you seen like, the videos? These old computers.
1: There's a cool video of him doing his song live, like in a, I like saw in a that, like which in is 8500, Yeah. And it's incredible. He's got like this like huge modular synthesizer, and he's like doing it all himself and he's singing and like, he's got the solo performance, which actually I think is incredible. Like I would, it's funny because I, I think we mentioned um, the first time we talked about droids of soccer was my original idea was to do like a solo thing with like sequence drums and that's and, right, and yeah. bass, which it never materialized. But so I think seeing that I was like, wow, this. so I just felt this kinship with him somehow, even though we never met, never talked. And I just thought, how cool would it be to do one of his songs in my style? And I, sent him the the track. Um even though I know legally like there's nothing, you know, as long as it's registered, like he would get all the um what do you call it? Uh Royalties. Royalties money. and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, but I just wanted to reach out to him. Sure. And um and and he dug it. So you know kind of felt like I had his blessing. Not that I needed it, but I just I just wanted to reach out to him. So uh and then I sent it to to Colin Furs, and he used it, and that's another one of those songs where it was never released. And I kept getting all these emails. I'm like, oh, he must have used it because here's mm-hmm. another. Here's a kid from um, Johannesburg reaching out, one, wanting to know where the song is. And so I, I put it up on YouTube. That's that's how I chose to release it. Just uh,
0: it's great to make it but, accessible. You know, that's a great spin, song. Why don't we spin that right now? I'll, let's uh, let's let's hear it right now. Let's uh, listen to it. Yeah, and the artist once again. Look, Mum, no computer with the track Youth 8500, and uh, this is Troy Osaka doing cover of it. Uh, if you're just tuning in now, you're listening to Steel City Music. I'm your host, Ed Gunner. My special guest right now is Dave Fritz from Droids Osaka. And we've been talking about some of the new releases uh, or older, re- old releases that were never released, I guess, that he had on his hard drive and some covers, that sort of thing. So, which now leads us into uh, the last part of our chat, uh, buddy. Was earlier you, you just said Droids Osaka uh, would be just me, maybe sequencers, keyboards, you know, th- uh, doing the whole thing by myself, which is great unless you've got to carry all the gear yourself um <clears throat> but then it also kind of leads into that sort of like do i or do i not do a full band again and and what what would that look like would the sound change at all if there was new members in the in the band so have you pondered that any further
1: yeah it's, it's hard because you're working backwards in a lot of ways right like usually the normal honest, normal the traditional way is you have a band you work on stuff you work on stuff together and then the recording process and then that all happens and i've kind of worked backwards where like the recordings happened with my last band too but the recordings came first then the band comes and Mm -hmm. things are going to change because for a positive reason because you've got different people to play with um i have uh made one attempt um so far to make this a reality make it a live band um i'm probably the one that needs the most work because i've realized that I've never actually played any of these songs from start to finish in in some ways as you're recording, you know, like I realized, Oh my God, I can't physically sing the verse and the chorus because when I recorded it, I was doing it in parts and I have no room to breathe. So, and, and also play that guitar riff. I can't do all this simultaneously. So I have to learn my own songs, which is weird.
0: That's That makes sense. But, you know, if you want a little bit of inspiration, a mutual friend of ours, uh, him and I had this conversation a while back, uh, Mike Troublecock, Kill Joyce, um, He has that Cemetery Spawn project that he's been right. doing for the last five years, if not more, where it's all 80s metal sounding music, not all of it, but inspired of the horror genre of the 80s. And he does a, he writes a lot of horror music for indie films. And then Cemetery Spawn... When you were listening to the songs, you're like going, "Yeah, yeah, it feels like this song, it feels like that song." And I'm like, "There's a high vocal here, there's a guitar part here, there's all these things." And I said, to him like, you should do that live, man. Like, why not? Like, just do it live." And he "He's like, he's like, Jim, there's so many parts to it. I don't know, if I'll sing <laughs> this part and that part." But he figured out a way of doing it, right? You it, know, it, so
1: there's a way to do it. I just, I think I was, uh, I could have been more prepared because actually during the rehearsal. As I'm kind of like, you know, showing the other guys kind of like the arrangement, which they were already had heard, but we're just kind of working through things. And I had to keep going back to my phone so that I could remember either the lyrics or the chords. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, it's kind of embarrassing. But and it's all like, done guys, now. I'm like, guys, next time I'll be more, more prepared. Um, and then, you know, basically, we've just all been hit with COVID. So it hasn't, um, you know, we're kind of waiting for the dust So it is in the bit. works then, you know. It's in the works, but with the way things are right now, there's, again, there's no real deadline or incentive to make it happen so it'll 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 happen i think I, I think what'll probably happen is you know the existing tunes will will be what we start with and then we'll probably end up you know making some new stuff it'll probably will, what'll happen
0: or maybe it, I won't. I don't it, know. it'll happen if you give it <laughs> you're right a deadline and, and and a special show where you could, you know there has to be a special show for you to, to debut this maybe we can we can come up with one i was gonna yeah. i was gonna see something now that would probably never happen What's that I was going to say? I was going to say get a Hamilton show with the kill droids and get droids of soccer to open up. But that's uh, that's asking for a punch in the face. Yeah. <laughs>
1: if um, as long as I have about 24 or 36 months to prepare, I should be good.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, but, but I, not you, about you punching me in the face. Uh, it's Gene. He's going to punch me in the face for even suggesting that. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh maybe
1: throw junior achiever and pet cemetery on that. Uh, is it Pet? C- pet, sorry. Sem- what, I what say pet it? cemetery all the time. It's cemetery. cemetery spawn. Spawn. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's always that, that sees that eighties visual, right? It's just, it's, it's just right there. So, Hey man, thanks for taking the time for, for having this chitty chat. Uh, how do people get a hold of you, Dave?
1: Um, if you go to Instagram.com, I'm the whole URL, whatever that, whatever Instagram's handle is, joy, Osaka. There's like a link tree thing. And, uh, there's, there's links to, um, you know, all the streaming services, Bandcamp, uh, some t-shirts, some cool merch. I sell way more t-shirts than I do music, which is kind of weird. They're sharp looking um, shirts.
0: I I recommend everyone to get one. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's,
1: it's uh, it's weird the way things have kind of like, uh, changed. Yeah. Selling, yeah. selling sellin t-shirts. No one cares. No one's, everyone's just streaming the music for free. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm selling loads of t-shirts good every time, every time that guy shows a video i see a little like oh there you go a little, a little bit of shirts so yeah so there's a link tree there and you can find me on all the uh, droids osaka
0: just google link tree slash droids droids osaka if you don't know what link tree is and then it'll click it'll click you in and then you can buy some merch and uh, stream some music and have uh, other stuff and contact dave and tell him how great his music how's that that's perfect awesome <laughs> thanks for taking the time to chat buddy
1: Thanks for having me, Jamie. Hey, this is Dave from Droids Osaka. Here are a couple of our songs on Steel City Music Steel City Music.